0: The squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh I am uh I am more concerned, angrier, um worried. Uh I got a lot of things going on in my head right now as I look at this. This criminal document in my hands, this this criminal product of the Colorado Supreme Court. Do not be fooled by their robes. Do not be fooled by their citations of uh, uh, rules going back to 1896. Don't be impressed by any of this stuff. This is corruption right here, right in front of my... I, you know what they did, right? you know and why i'm i'm actually being genuine because I'm, I'm i'm am reading the last 50 pages of this thing i read 150 last night it's 200 pages long this is the opinion the colorado supreme court ruling that donald trump can't appear on the colorado ballot uh he will not be be on the ballot in uh 2024 um because uh, they say he engaged in insurrection and uh it says in the con- oh, gosh they are liars They are total liars. And you know what? They're not even being, they're not even being discreet about it. Um, I got a lot of things going on, a lot of things. I'll go through it, but before we do that, let's, um, let's review. Okay. Let's, Donald Trump is an innocent man. Donald Trump, they're going after him because he beat Hillary in 2016, because the swamp does not own him because they, they're just turned off by him. They don't like him. They're embarrassed by him, whatever. Um, and now they're breaking the law to get him and they're counting on a naive, lazy, uh, high, uh, tuned out, um, entertainment gorged population to not give a damn. And those who do give a damn, what can they do? Vent about it on Twitter? what 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 can you really do call into a radio station what can we do what can you do hmm? they're counting on it well you know it's 200 pages gosh who's going to go through all that stuff and yeah the first uh, the first 40 of it is all procedural technical uh, it's just you're going to you're going to be lost in the first couple of moments no one can read this lawyers can but the lawyers have been so intimidated and scared off. The good lawyers, the honorable lawyers, they have well, they're not so honorable in my book anymore. If you're running scared right now and you have a law degree and you know what's happening is wrong, uh sorry, I've I've got a problem with you people. I, I just and all those lawyers that Rudy Giuliani kind of cultivated and nurtured and mentored over the years, some of the great uh, law schools back before they were so anti Semitic. I learned so much under Rudy Giuliani, and this is: uh, we need you, but you're you're frightened. You're worried about clients. You're worried about uh, social media. You're worried about some liberal partner giving you a hard time. You're worried about your neighbors. You're worried about a cocktail party. You're just keeping your head down, and you'll watch it on TV uh, while they're they're stealing. You know what they're doing? They're stealing democracy, democracy, the threats of democracy. They're always talking about a threat to democracy. They're they're killing democracy right now. Colorado, they don't want the people of Colorado. How many people live in Colorado? Like seven or eight million. They don't want them to have the right to vote for Donald Trump. I know it's a blue state, but you know what? (laughs) There are a lot of people who don't like Joe Biden there. There are a lot of people there. They're saying you can't vote for it. They are guilty of what they accuse us of. Undermining democracy fighting under the anti democratic that's what they are. It's just ah uh, i sometimes I wish I was a lawyer, so I could be running around filing lawsuits and i but then again, you're playing on their corrupt little little patch of land, aren't they, aren't we right? You know those people who say, "Oh, I love the law, I love the law, I mean, I have a love affair with the law. You hear people say that during the confirmation hearing some sometimes. A love affair with the law. And what could be wrong with the law? Well, it's been, I don't want to say weaponized because that's been so overused. It goes all the way back to the Iraq War. Maybe it was kind of inherently corrupt to begin with. I mean, we need law. I like law, right? But it's now been so um, unnecessarily complicated, right, that we have this small, rarefied group that can actually kind of work in these circles, and they scared off in that rarefied group <laughs> uh, the few conservatives who are there, you can't do this or else we're going to come after you. Ask Rudy Giuliani. You think there are anybody? there's anybody else who wants to be like Rudy Giuliani, have his law license on the line, being uh, fined $150 million, ridiculing him in every possible way, in every possible format where all he's doing is, aggressively advocating for his client. You're allowed to do this stuff in America. At least you were. At least you were. Uh, I can't believe they're getting away with it so far. And I don't trust the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court. What the hell are they going to do? They're a bunch of scaredy cats now. You know, Justice Kavanaugh, who I like, but I understand he's worried about his daughters, and I would be too, but he lives on a regular street. And you know what? Antifa, they know where he lives. They've showed up in front of his house with torches, yelling and screaming. A guy with a bag full of guns went to his house. A bag full of guns and a meat cleaver. Wanting to kill Justice Kavanaugh. (coughs) He's scared. Justice Roberts doesn't want any trouble. Chief Justice Roberts just wants to avoid riots. I don't know what he's going to do with this thing. He may just they they may just duck and hide and you know, they, do you wanna go down with Trump? you know that's what they they, they have so demonized right do you wanna do you really wanna do this with Trump? do you and a lot of people are thinking, well, you know what Trump's not gonna be around for much longer. maybe we should just sit this one out right maybe we should just kinda of suck it up and go along with it maybe um, Does this sound like a judicial document? Let's see here. President Trump's speech inciting the crowd that breached the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, was not protected by the First Amendment. This is a judge. A judge ruled this, Okay, A judge just says President Trump's speech incited the crowd, incited the crowd that breached the U.S. Capitol. You know how wrong this is? You know how? (laughs) This is preposterous. You could say it on MSNBC, but to write this as a judge through through the appeals process and stand by it. The district court did not err in concluding that President Trump engaged in an insurrection through his personal actions. And you know what those personal actions are? Tweets and statements like, Mike Pence has the power. I hope he doesn't let us down page after page after page. This is how they say Donald Trump should not be eligible because of things he tweeted that they don't like. He says, statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protest on D.C. on January 6th. Be there. We'll be wild. At this point, the record established that President Trump's plan was that when Congress met to certify the election results on January 6th, Vice President Pence could reject the true electors who voted for President Biden and certify the slate of fake electors. These are all wild political statements, not that Donald Trump is making, but what the judges are making. You can't say this stuff when you're a judge. You can't conclude it because it's it's unknowable. It's unknowable. They're going into areas they know nothing about. I get the you know where they're getting their information from, and it's right here in this dumb thing. the January sixth report they got th- several pages about how you know they are admitting the January sixth report as evidence and they're rejecting arguments that it's partisan because they have some expert who says it's not partisan <laughs> they have some expert who tells them uh well there were Republicans on this as well uh let's see here. In the meantime, President Trump repeated his invitation to come to Washington DC. You're allowed to do that. You are allowed to do that. Well, they said he used the word fight. You're allowed to talk about fighting. I'm going to show you later in hours and hours and hours of clips of Joe Biden promising that he will not, he will fight for America. He will fight to get the job done. We have to fight. Hillary Clinton's theme song from 2016. Is that when she ran was all about fighting. It was the fight song. This is my fight song. Not a bad song by Rachel Platten. That's their anthem. That's what they believe. And it's okay to fight. We don't mean literally. We don't talk. We don't uh, these artificial parameters. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible if I say something like, man, oh man, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to fight for democracy. I really want Donald Trump to win. I'm going to get out there and kick some ass. If somebody says, if somebody goes out there and literally kicks someone's ass, that's on him, not me. Kick ass is a figure of speech. We all know that. Kick some ass, kicking ass and taking names. That's actually in here. They actually say he uses the phrase kick ass and take names, and that's inspiring an insurrection. They quote his speech. You ready for this? We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's democracy, our nation's capital, for one very basic reason, to save our democracy. This is what Trump says. Is there a problem with that? No. But I'm reading it from, this is proof of his insurrectionist activity. Ready for this? Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer, and we want to be so nice. We want to be so respectful of everybody, including bad people, and we're going to have to fight much harder. This is fine. This is, you're allowed to say this. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. After this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. Close quote. Interesting that they left out the peaceful and patriotically, the explicit call for nonviolence, explicit. We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. If the government wants to say that this kind of language is illegal, well, we're already in big trouble. You see, you see how they can come around and invoke their, their corrupt shifting standards. There's no law that says you can do that. This is, this is soft stuff. This is shifting standards that they will apply on us, but not on themselves. I wouldn't apply it on them, on them either. You can say this stuff when some, when you catch somebody in a fraud, you're allowed to go by very different rules. Now, this is actually. It's funny, they're throwing all this stuff together. This is from a tweet. This is actually from a tweet. Some of this stuff, they're, they're putting it together. When you catch somebody in a fraud, you're allowed to go by very different rules. Well, let's break that down. Yeah, usually it is pro forma. Usually you get up there, the electoral votes are counted, and that's it. That's how it usually happens. But we are allowed, you're allowed to go by very different rules. And what are those rules? The Electoral Count Act of 1887, where you object to an election, you have it signed. We are going to fight like hell. And we fight. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Fight like hell. Give him hell, Harry. Wasn't that his name? Harry Truman. Give him hell, Harry. That was the nickname. That, that was That was the mantra. In the 1952 presidential election, no, 1948. And this is what a judge says. Unsurprisingly, the crowd at the Ellipse reacted to President Trump's words with calls for violence. Now, that's a very clever statement. Unsurprisingly, the crowd at the Ellipse reacted to President Trump's words with calls for violence. So, indeed, after President Trump instructed his supporters to march to the Capitol, Members of the crowd shouted, storm the Capitol, invade the Capitol. He's not responsible for that. And actually, I want to know who is really saying that. FBI agents, Democrat operatives, Antifa. Yeah, you're allowed to say this stuff. Oh, man, was this a setup. And here it is, all in writing. One day, I hope somebody goes for jail for this. What does some judge in Colorado care, whether or not there was a Revolutionary War flag or a Confederate battle flag there, it affects your sensibility. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes the Confederate flag. But if you want to wave it, you're allowed to wave it. You can be a jerk and do that. That doesn't mean anything. Donald Trump wasn't waving it. President Trump was informed that the Capitol was under attack. Rather than taking action to end the siege, however... Approximately one hour later at 224, he tweeted Mike Pence did not have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. This is not a call to violence. It's not. You can you can pretend it is. You can wish that it is. But it's actually constitutionally protected free speech, which is on the line right now. Be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. ugh the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit EnergyCitizens.org, paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, they don't give a damn. The corruption is right there, and they're just counting on us being ignorant, being lazy, and being distracted. And the media going along with it, uh, they are totally, uh, this is a a crime right in front of my face, right here. You're allowed to say, hey, (laughs) you know what you can't say is what Chuck Schumer said.
1: I want to tell you, Borsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you.
0: So what's worse? That or now is it uh, it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you peacefully and patriotically. They left that out. (laughs) What's worse? Can I hear that one more time?
1: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you.
0: We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very basic reason, to save our democracy. What's worse, Trump or Schumer? How about this? Republicans are fighting, are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hand tied behind his back. It's like a boxer, and we want to be so nice. We want to be so respectful of everybody, including bad people. And we're going to have to fight much harder. Is that? Which is worse? What I just read? Or Chucky.
1: I want to tell you, Borsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you.
0: Okay. You see? You see, (laughs) it's pretty obvious to people with common sense, but the people with common sense are too busy either working or watching football or watching television or smoking dope or thinking that they can't do anything because the system is, you know, just and if you go along with it, if you just sit down and take this, you're wrong. Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So Biden is uh, scaring people again. I mean, he is so he's lost it and he's uh, just uh, couldn't figure out. Is it Ukraine? Is it Israel? Is it South America you're talking about? Uh, he was asked by a reporter just a few uh, just about like 40 minutes ago. Let's listen to this. Are we expecting
1: a hostage deal anytime soon? Yes. Oh, really? okay. Well, where? Where? Oh, no, I was was talking about it. We're pushing it. There's no
0: expectation at this point, but we are pushing Where? Where? What are you talking about? Where? That's not good. That's not good. This is what he was supposed to be good at. Let's see here. I'm going through this again. These people are crazy. These people. Oh, wait a second. Okay, I finally found the thing peacefully and patriotically. All right. They're trying to say again, let's see here, that Donald Trump incited the violence. I already went through all that stuff. I already, this is not incitement. It's impossible. And now I am convinced more than ever before that it was deliberate, that this was a preconceived plan. January 6th, on the part of the deep state, the establishment, Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, to let certain individuals inside, certain individuals initially posing as MAGA who weren't really MAGA, to provoke a situation and then facilitate it so they could tarnish MAGA, so they could cancel President Trump. You see? You see what he did? You see what he did? If you don't believe me, if that sounds far-fetched, a couple of video clips you have to look at that I've been promoting relentlessly over the past, what is it, two and a half years? But by the way, over the past two and a half years, I always thought, well, this is just incompetence or a major failure that needs to be addressed. And But now I see the deliberate hand of the deep state behind it they let those people in on purpose they shot ashley babbitt so they could call it a deadly insurrection and that they could actually suspend the electoral objections liz cheney comes running in right after the whole thing right after everybody's kicked out she says maybe now we can get the senators to drop their objections so it was it's all a plot it's all a great big plot can't you see can you see Matt Gates has been outstanding as usual on this stuff. Go are we expecting a Stop, that's Joe Biden. Matt Gates has been outstanding on this stuff. Go. Excuse me. Rich. Yes, I thought so. So let me do it again. Matt Gates has been outstanding on this stuff.
3: Go! We are the winning team, and that's why the left is acting out so crazily. They have no arguments left to make. Who wants to vote for high crime, high taxes, high prices and low testosterone? It's not really a winning agenda. But they have to smear us as extremists, try to imprison us, commit election interference and election fraud against us to protect their power. They're literally working to knock Donald Trump off the ballot in the name of protecting democracy. (laughs) Removing the leading candidate in a national election from the ballot is the most dictatorial thing the Biden administration and their allies could ever even think of. They're trying to beat Trump in the witness box and the jury box because they know they can never legitimately beat him at the ballot box.
0: Good for him. Good for Matt Gates. I love that guy. Um, oh, listen to this. The district court also credited the testimony of Professor Peter Simi, a professor of sociology at Chapman University, whom it qualified as an expert in political extremism, including how extremists communicate and how the events leading up to and including the January 6th attack relate to a longstanding pattern of behavior and communication patterned by political extremists. He testified, according to the court's summary, that violent far-right extremists understood that President Trump's call to fight, which most politicians would meet only symbolically, were when President Trump spoke them, it was a literal call to violence by these groups. President Trump's knowing encouragement and promotion of violence to develop and deploy a Shared coded language with his violent supporters. I have never, ever, ever known Donald Trump to speak in code. Have you? Has he ever spoken in code? Other politicians speak in code. He just comes right out. Nancy Pelosi is a lunatic. (laughs) That's one of the reasons why why we like him so much. Right-wing extremism. Where is all the right-wing extremism, by the way? Where is it? Where the hell is it? Where is it? Where are the white supremacy arrests? It's a phantom. It's a phantom. And meanwhile, we know what real terrorism looks like. We see it over there uh, in Israel. We see what Hamas did on October 7th. And these same people who are trying to cancel President Trump, trying to get him kicked off the ballot, actually excuse Hamas and say Israel is the bad guy. Uh, Tim, uh, how can I help you?
2: Hi. Good afternoon, Greg. Thanks for taking my call. So I'm a lawyer. I think I actually went to the same law school as your dad, if I'm not mistaken, St. John's University School of Law.
0: Well, number one, first um, off, I mean, you understand, like, your your law degree on this question means, in a way, nothing. Now, all day, okay. well, all, I- all day long, all day long, I see lawyers on MSNBC. All day long and gleefully using or citing the law and finding new ways they think they can get Trump. And if you think any of that is okay, well it's okay. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to show up on T V and say stuff. I'm not trying to cancel them like they're trying to cancel us. All right. So uh so Tim, all right, never mind. Uh what 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 do you want to say? Yeah.
2: So I actually agree with you from a legal perspective, um you cannot say that he incited violence. There's a very clear Lying there and he did not cross that um so i agree with you 100 percent
0: now let me ask you something tim since this is so important this is a huge huge thing that's going on right now and i noticed you didn't give me your last name you're free you you, you did tell me where you went to law school and that's fine but where are the lawyers why aren't they jumping up and down about this stuff where the hell are they where the hell are they I mean, why aren't they? So you wanted to say what, though? You want to go for it. He, so legally, he's not in jeopardy, but somehow he's still responsible?
2: Yeah. And my last name's Rosen. I, I graduated from St. John's. Well, anyway, Tim legally Rosen, he's I, not I, Hold on. I, I, appre-
0: I appreciate your candor, and I appreciate uh, all that stuff. All right. So go ahead and speak. I'll stop in. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: What upsets me, though, Greg, and I say this respectfully, is that even though he's legally not responsible, you are letting him off the line morally. When he sent out a tweet at 2.24 p.m. when his own vice president was being hustled out by the United States Secret Service in serious danger, he could have sent out a tweet to calm things. Instead, he sent out a tweet to rile up the crowd. He could have called his vice president to see if he was okay, if his family was okay. Let me, let me, all right, let, is, me,
0: let me jump in. The vice president of the United States is supposed to be called by the president of the United States. I take it you never worked in government. Have you? All right. You're, you're, you're speaking like you watch MSNBC all day long. All right. It does the president of the United States is not a security guard. He doesn't sit around watching TVs, maintaining the tranquility of government buildings. That's not his job. The revealing thing, how I know that this is a coup, actually a coup. Waged against Trump is that Vice President Pence did not call Donald Trump. That the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff did not call Donald Trump. The only people who were calling Donald Trump, right, were people watching TV, people like Brian Kilmeade, all right, who couldn't even get through. Brian Kilmeade is a great guy, many talents. He doesn't work in the government. The 224 tweet yeah. did not say yeah. hang Mike Pence it, it it expressed disappointment which you are allowed to do Tim you, you are allowed to do it stop, stop 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 stop, you are allowed to do it now whether or not he should have actually I have no problem whatsoever with him saying that you have a bought in already to all of their lies right that Mike Your Pence's life that stop 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 my dad agrees with me, by the way. All right? My dad totally agrees with me.
2: This when is, the VP is in danger... What do you... Wait, wait, wait,
0: the... You do know that the vice... In danger, by the way. This is another fraud. They let them in on purpose. Look at the videos so they can convince... Naive people like you, or not even naive, maybe you're savvy in many ways, and I'm sure you have a full life, Tim Rosen, and you got things going on, and you can't look at raw footage like I can all day long and find this stuff out. You listen to the news, you're passive, it kind of comes in the air. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump. They were saying, hang Mike Pence. Donald Trump should have done something about that. You know what they haven't proved? You know what, actually... And this, this this repeats the lie here. And then I'm going to stop because I want to hear what you have to say again. But they say that Donald Trump was watching this stuff on TV. He was seeing the violence, and we all saw the violence on January 6th. you got to go back and actually look at what was on television that day. And you know what was on television that day? A bunch of people walking around. And because they were white and because they were MAGA, the media had such contempt for them. Such contempt. The footage... You know, the outrageous stuff that we saw didn't emerge for days, even weeks later, and everybody conflated it. Everybody put it all together in one great big ball. And January 6th was the worst thing that ever happened. That is a fake news narrative, and it's claimed many victims, including you, Tim. Okay.
2: Well, um, I, I mean, if you think that that tweet is perfectly fine at 2... Te- do, you, or do you think?
0: Do you think? Wait, Donald Trump. This is news. Five years later, three years later, you you you're turned off by Donald Trump's tweets. We found that about him in <laughs> ten years before even when they invented Twitter. We know he was obnoxious on 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 Twitter. Hey, do me a favor. Show me one person on January sixth. Find a picture. Find a picture of one guy on January sixth on the Capitol looking at their phone. Go find that. Go find that. Go find that. Go find that. I don't care. Hey, wait a second. They were literally saying burn cops, fry them like bacon, fry them like bacon, kill the pigs for the summer of 2020 and beyond and earlier. And that was sanctioned and glorified by the Democrats. Sanctioned and glorified. I agree now, with th- th- you on that. Alla- but they are, as as horrible as it is, they're allowed to say those things. Right. Tim, I think you are too steeped in the fake news narrative of that day. Donald Trump's uh, a tweet about his vice president disappointing him, he's not the security guard. He d- It works the other way. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs advises the president. The president doesn't call the chairman and say, Hey, I uh, saw something on the news. Maybe we should send somebody over there. It doesn't work that way. Uh, they fooled a lot of people into thinking that it does, but it doesn't. But Tim Rosen, I appreciate your call. Uh, what kind of law do you practice?
2: Uh, right now, I uh, I'm not practicing anymore. I got sick and tired of it, and I have a tourism business, having un- unrelated to law. So,
0: what 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 region do you like to? Uh... New
2: York City, New York City. I show people around New York City. Yeah. We just you know I got tired of law nobody's in a good mood in a courthouse. You're either getting divorced uh <laughs> declaring bankruptcy or going to jail so it's not a fun field to be in this is uh tourism is much more fun
0: do me a favor uh if you can uh look at some of the videos I put out about January sixth especially the Ashley Babbitt stuff but the thing that you brought up is i I do think I respect- you're you're wrong and that you you are the victim of a lot of fake news. But I love what you said about the courthouse. It does seem depressing, right? The people are all depressed. and why it's it's just a depressing building, period. The way it's designed. The lighting, everything sure. about it is crummy, right?
2: No wonder so many lawyers are depressed
0: and alcoholics, so yeah. All right, Tim. Well anyway, I'm glad you're doing something you love. Please. Thanks for calling. And uh we'll do one more. Uh bu- 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 Chris, hello. Hey Greg.
1: Everybody's gotta remember that January 6th, they were contesting Georgia. And
2: that's why January 6th happened. They were breaking into the Capitol before Trump was even finished. And I believe that the deep state is really deep and corrupt, and they still do anything to shut people's mouths up
0: well there was a skirmish going on before trump was finished but the Capitol itself wasn't breached uh until two something in the afternoon and uh so there's that and by the way more than georgia was being contested uh pennsylvania arizona uh, a lot of places a lot of fake news out there a lot of fake yeah on both sides by the way on both sides all right chris thank you and uh, oh i'm out of time Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So, uh, I really feel bad for this Jonathan Majors guy. Are you familiar with him? Not exactly uh, the biggest name in Hollywood, but he was doing very well. He was in a bunch of Marvel movies. And uh, they said he was, like, about to be in a movie where he could have made $20 million, but now he's lost everything. Now, he was found guilty of aggravated assault or some sort of assault misdemeanor assault against his girlfriend now i think the guy got screwed actually and i i want to say number one violence against women violence against anybody is always wrong right well sometimes you got to defend yourself and sometimes if somebody steals something from you and i don't know but generally speaking (laughs) unless it's self-defense it's it's wrong right right okay so uh but there's something about the case with Jonathan Majors that really is bothering me, and it made me suspicious. I had never heard of the guy, by the way, and I don't like Marvel uh, movies. I, I I find them totally boring, the explosions, all that stuff. People are surprised. You know what I like when it comes to movies? I actually like people talking. <laughs> I think Kramer versus Kramer is one of the best movies ever. Adults talking. Now, every movie in the world is designed not for adults, but for uh uh teenagers in Santa Monica, California and uh Taipei, Taiwan, right? It's got to appeal to them. Nobody else, just a bunch of kids. Se- 17-year-old Chinese people, s- uh, boys and girls and uh 17-year-old uh, boys and girls in America. That's the that's the key market. I like movies that uh are about ideas and and other things and I just I can't stand movies uh a lot of movies these days. So listen to this. They're writing up about how bad a guy Mr. Majors is Jonathan Majors, and I'm reading the article I'm like, okay where does he where 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 does the bad part start okay it says and and again, this is like the the second paragraph they're saying what a jerky is to his what how bad a dude this guy is. Mr. Majors lectured his girlfriend that he that she should care for him as Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King the wife of Reverend Dr Martin Luther King Jr cared for their husbands i'm a great man a great man i am doing great things mr major said adding the woman that supports me the one i support needs to be a great woman and make sacrifices he said this to her in private you're allowed to say things like this in private Quite frankly, he wants his woman to be great and to make sacrifices. He thinks he's great. You know what? He's getting paid 20, was getting paid $20 million a movie. He was doing something right. Mr. Majors' lawyer argued that her client had been the victim in the altercation, emerging from the car scratched and bloody. All right, so they were in an SUV and an Uber together, right? And guess what happens? She grabs his phone. From him because she thought he was texting some girl in her testimony. Miss Jabari was calm as she explained to the crowded courtroom how she had grabbed Mr. Majors's phone from him. And now he tried to pry her fingers away, twisting her hands and right arm. Oh, my goodness gracious. What the hell? If you take my phone, guess what? <laughs> I'm getting it back. Just about anybody is going to get their phone back. Mr. Majors left to spend the night in a hotel. Ms. Jabari testified after the confrontation. She went dancing with people she had met that night because she did not want to be alone at that point. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Now, she does allege that she got, it doesn't say exactly what she punched, but hit, Hit in the head. Hit in the head. Now, you can't hit people in the head, but it's very vague, and it's very, I don't know. Oh, here's another horrible thing that she said happened to her. In September of 2022, Ms. Jabari said she had a friend visit the couple's home in London. They were living in England, okay, at the time. The the alleged assault happened in New York. Mr. Majors, who had returned from a day of filming, was in no mood for company. I bet it was his house, too. He was probably paying the rent. His anger lasted days, she said, with him confronting her when they ran into each other outside, pulling her headphones from her ears and stepping on them, then ordering her to move out. Okay. It sucks if you're the headphones. I don't see what the issue is. I mean, that's not ideal. It's not great. Maybe he owes her for the headphones. The actor had received an Emmy He was on the A-list, Fast Rise, and guess what has happened? Everybody's dropping him. He's not in the next Marvel movie. His agent has dropped him. His publicist has dropped him. Everybody's dropped him.